0: Hello and welcome back to a pinch of honesty. You find me here today in really, really stinking good mood. Um, I'm not sure that the funk that the family's been feeling for the ha- past handful of weeks is officially gone, um, but it seems like we've kind of turned some some type of corner. So who who knows? You know. <laughs> whether we're done being all kind of in a bad mood or not, but, um, you know, I have rotated back in running, um, which given that I haven't actually gone out for a run in probably eight months or something ridiculous, um, is a good thing for me. And I've had like, you know, kind of a, just a a shit show of some stuff at work and you know, when you're in that like foul, foul mood because of stuff that's happening with you work-wise, you know, just going out and pounding the pavement, it's like I come back and I just, I feel better, right? And it's, it's not the same as like if I'm lifting or if I'm doing yoga, there's just something about pounding pavement that just, it's like it releases everything. So that's definitely been helping me. And I don't know what's been going on um, with my daughter, but you know, she's been like helpful. <laughs> Which I know sounds crazy, but, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I'll I'll be doing something and I'm like, hey, you know, come help me plant corn in the garden. And it's like, yep, she just runs to help, which is not like her. Um, And so I wonder if part of, you know, her getting out of her funk is just been, um, you know, a change in behavior, right? Like, just actively trying to help out more seems to have helped her a ton. So, yeah. you know and and I think my husband as well is feeling just a bit better but regardless I am stinking happy so things are going well um girlfriend and I so if you remember from previous podcasts Susie um we opened up a little Etsy shop which has been um kind of fun and um you know she is one of the craftiest people I know and so um, she, you know, we were just going through like post and post and posting. Cause you know, she has loads and loads and loads of stuff to sell. Um, you know, but it made me go back through my watercolors, um, and really take a look at them, which, you know, is kind of the point of today's podcast, right? Like a hundred days of learning something new and what does it taught you? Um, if you're interested, I'll, I'll put the link, um, in the, in the, Podcast comments, but it's um, Wicked Thorn Creations on Etsy. And, um, you know, she makes amazing little mini bears. And I think long term, you know, since she makes pretty much anything you can imagine, um, it's just a lot of stuff, right? Like, <laughs> I think, as she says, right, bits of this and dabs of that. And, you know, it's just loads and loads and loads of different things. So um, go give it a check out if you want. Um, I've been enjoying making, um, watercolor cards to put up there. And so they're quick and easy and just super rewarding and super fun and super fast. You know, it's something where it's like you sit down and it's 10 minutes. It's like beautiful within 10 minutes and you're like, oh, it just feels good. All of them are crazy whimsical, right? Like they're there aren't, you know, they're not serious. They're not realistic flowers. They're gnomes and mushrooms and monsters. Um, things that kind of speak to me. So uh give it a look if you want to see. So, you know, what, what overall, let's jump into the hundred days and what overall has a hundred days of learning something new taught me. And I would say, you know, first and foremost, it taught me um, that the quality of what you're using has a big impact in the output. So, you know, looking at it like kind of the first week where I was just using, you know, my daughter's Crayola watercolors and, you know, just paper I had laying around versus the end where I'm using um, good Windsor Newton paint and Arches um, cold pressed paper, you know, the, the difference between those is huge, right? Like, so just the quality of the products makes a massive difference regardless of like capability, right? <laughs> Hands down. Um, and sitting down and just flipping through, you know, a hundred watercolors. The other thing that I really noticed was that there are, Um, handfuls of them where I love them. I honestly love absolutely every aspect of the pieces. And I would say there's probably five of them and all the rest, you know, it's almost like I could take or leave them. I learned a lot, but they're not artistically speaking what really speaks to me. And so, um, you know, if you think about it, it's a hundred days and there's five that I actually really like. Um, But what it means is that now when I sit down I kind of know the direction I want to go with a number of pieces because I have had that experience. I've had that experience of trying certain things and just knowing I really don't like them. Um, and so, you know, I take that, that all as a win. Now I had decided for the next hundred days, I was going to teach myself calligraphy and, you know, I wasn't sure exactly when, right. I was going to start up this whole calligraphy thing, but I got a kit, um, and I sat down to go through it and I started doing the letter a and, um, and in doing the letter A, um, I realized I, I'm i horrible at it. And instantly, it was that feeling of frustration because I'm not good at something. And I had to remind myself that that is exactly how it was at the beginning of the watercolors. Where like anytime you pick up something new, it's hard because you aren't good at it. You know, and even now I don't feel like I'm great at watercolors. Right. Um, you know, but I, I have a feel for what I enjoy and what I like in my watercolors. Right. And so, um, and, um, so I've had, I've had this hump to try to get over to actually begin to practice calligraphy on a regular basis because, you know, it's, I did handfuls of the letter A and they look horrible. (laughs) And so, you know, I need to remind myself, like, just sitting down and practicing, it really is, it's solely practice. And I've paused and restarted and paused and restarted because uh, my daughter has a play date over and they're being very loud. So welcome to the honesty behind here. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm still practicing every single day, right? I'm not pushing myself to try as many new techniques you know i'm really trying to settle into the techniques i love um and i'm letting that kind of push me a little bit and push me into the direction of you know if i really enjoy it and i just kind of keep practicing on um you know the watercolors with doodles over which i really enjoy um or straight up doodling and then watercoloring over the top which you know in both directions i super enjoy the whimsical right I can't get enough of mushrooms. Right? Like I could just paint mushrooms every single day. I actually think I have probably painted I don't know twenty sets of mushrooms um, because I really really love them. And so you know I'm I'm spending more time kind of focusing on those things, and it's hard for me to want to jump back into being you know, doing something I'm not good at basically, right? So doing the calligraphy because I'm not good at it. Um, But what I've told myself is even if it's just every other day and I just sit down and I practice, it'll be good for me. And the other thing too is it's one of those things that I do not have nice penmanship. I've never had nice penmanship. And it's one of the things I haven't liked about Um, like if I go to write a letter to somebody, my penmanship is not pretty, right? Like it's not, it's not something where when I write it, I look at it and go, Ooh, lovely. And so, you know, really pushing myself to do some calligraphy, I think will be, will be really good for me. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of on my horizon as well. I could definitely see sitting down and going through the hundred days, um, the wandering path that was my education, basically, right? Um, When I began to kind of look more into color theory, and really understanding how to get colors to give me what I want, um, really, when I began to kind of understand when you're doing kind of wet, wet, and colors to avoid putting next to each other, right? Like, you know, if I had a blue um color and then I wanted a bit of yellow, you know, if you just dump yellow on top of blue, you're gonna get this green color, regardless of whether that's what you want or not, right? Um, and so understanding those things, which you think are maybe things you should have picked up in like, I don't know, elementary school art class. But when you're in the midst of a project and you're thinking, Oh, I want a dab of yellow here, and you add the yellow and it's like, Oh, <laughs> No, I didn't want a dab of yellow there, um, because now it's green. So those things have um have paid, I think quite a bit of benefit. And as a matter of fact, over the next hundred days, I intend to color study, I think color theory a bit more. Um, because that also speaks to me, right? Like, you know, I love loud colors. I love loud colors next to each other, but how to get what's in my head onto the page is where I really want to put some effort, right? And understanding how do I get really bright yellow right next to blue, right? Well, in watercolor world, you have to wait until that blue dries completely. Um, Which is also, you know, it's a patience game, right? And being that I'm not terribly patient, um, it's one of those things where, you know, you get up and you go do something else. So yesterday, my daughter and I were working on a uh, Aurora Borealis paintings that we had done through Let's Make Art, which was just super fun, really, really fun. But you wash the entire page with bright colors. And then they, they have this big thing that pops up and it's like snack break. And so I'd asked her, I was like, you want to do snack break? Or do you want to go outside and plant in the garden with me? And she's like, let's go plant, you know? So we went outside and planted and, um, you know, kind of had a great time, came back in and finished up our Aurora Borealis, it came out, you know, fantastic. Uh, and again, like, if you are looking for just kind of an easy way into watercolors, let's make art is fantastic, right? Their kits, my daughter gets a kit every month. It has four projects in each kit. Um, I've never gotten the adult ones, but um, all their videos over time get posted onto YouTube and you can easily just go through and follow along. I really, really enjoy them. I think that they make stuff very digestible, which is great. Um, So, you know, overall for my hundred days, Um, the balance of how to balance wanting to learn something new and family life and work life, that was something else that I didn't realize I was going to have to teach myself. Right. So when I craft, normally I craft at night while the TV's on and everybody's watching something and I, you know, just can't sit and watch like, that's just not me. So I craft, right. That's when I craft. Um, you will never find me crafting in the middle of the day. You'll never find me sitting down to, to knit on a bright sunny day. Like you just won't, that's not how I function. You know, I have like a hundred other things I want to get done. Um, however, watercolors is one of those things where I can't do it in front of the television. I can't do it late at night. Um, and so squeezing it in and finding those blocks of time to actually create and craft was harder than I thought it was going to be. And then not feeling guilty, right? Because that's the other thing too, is being the type of person I am, feeling like I'm missing out on time with my family and I'm spending time doing something that I want to do, but shouldn't I be doing something else? That weighed on me quite a bit. And I had to consistently tell myself that this is something that I'm doing for me and that I want to explore. And it's my life, right? Like You have to have those blocks of time that are for you. And so um and so it really made me make these boundaries around where when and where I wanted to create and I think it made me just happier, overall happier um having blocks of time to create. Now the funny thing is is you know through all of this I you know hadn't talked to my dad much about it and um I was talking to him we were facetiming and he's like, you know, what the heck have you been doing cuz you've been a little bit silent, right? Like I'm not posting a lot to Facebook. You know, I just, I've been kind of silent because I've been kind of, you know, A, in a funk, but then B, you know, learning, right? And when you're learning, I think it's just you're kind of nose down and learning. So, um, and I showed him, I said, look, you know, like I decided I really want to teach myself watercolors. My dad is great at doing cartoon sketches, he always has been, and uh, he's a big doodler and i said look you know like you and frank are really good at art and i am not and i i figured i wanted to give it a try and and watercolor is a is the medium that had been really speaking to me for a long time and my dad said the funniest thing which was he was like well you know your brother believes he's an artist and um i didn't really understand at the time you know kind of what that meant and so i kind of pushed him and he was like look you know if you believe in yourself, you are what it is that you say you are. He was like, but his art doesn't speak to me personally, but he believes he's an artist. And so he is an artist because he believes it. And I was like, oh, you know, if I just keep telling myself I am an artist, I am an artist, right? Like I am an artist. So I was going to take a picture and post it. Um, My daughter has in her bathroom a a little sign she made. It's got like a little picture drawn of a person and above it, it just says president and she taped it to her mirror in her bathroom. So she walks in and she looks in the mirror and it says president every single day, every single day, she sees a note that tells her she's the president. And I was like, and that's believing, right? Like she's reinforcing it day after day, right? Like if that's really what you want to be, then be that right. I don't know long-term if she actually wants to be the president. Um, But it's cute because it it is so much more in tune than I think most of us adults are, right? I have to have stickies just to remember to, I don't know, like bake what I need to bake for the week. (laughs) So maybe I do need like a little sticker that's hanging in front of me that just says artist, right? Like remind myself, like you are an artist. You know, maybe you're not as good as you would like to be. But the question is, is are you ever as good as you want to be? And that's one of those things that I just don't know, right? Like if you were to talk to one of these masters you know, let's just take Monet, right? Like towards the end of his life, if you talk to him, would you say, you know, would he say, yes, you know, I'm an amazing artist and everything that I produce is exactly how I, I saw it in my head. Like I saw it in my head and I put it onto paper and my guess would be no, right? Like with every piece I do, there's little bits and bobs where you're like, uh, uh, um, it's not perfect. Um, but it brings me joy. So I wonder if it's the same for other people, you know? So if you're an artist out there and you're creating stuff, you know, is every single piece you're putting out perfect? Like, do you put it out and be like, boom, spot on? Or are you kind of the same way where you're like, "Mm." (laughs) you know, and there are definitely things where I've done them. And then like, I've gone through and taken, um, magic eraser and erased whole sections of it off of a watercolor, just erased. And, um, you know, and I feel like that actually has been part of my learning journey, right? Like the journey of how do you overcome those things that you look at and they really, really bother you. Um, or even somewhere I've cut off whole sections of a picture (laughs) because I like one section, but not the rest. Um, and so those things have just been, um, you know, it's been great. It's just been great. And so I'm just sending this out there. Try something. Try something you've never done before. Give it a try. Try it for more than a day. Try it for more than 10 seconds. Suck at it. Suck at it for most of 100 days, right? I mean, if you think about it, if there's only five things out of 100 days that I actually like, right, that's 95 days of crap. 95 days of crap. Um, But I think you don't create to have 100 days of perfectness, right? You create because. You're putting something forth out into the world and you're hoping that there's a little bit of joy there. And it definitely brought me a lot of joy. Going through and doing these things made, you know, made me very happy. And the other thing too is so now I'm boxing up and I'm, I'm putting a bunch of the hundred days into envelopes to send out to people um, because I offered them up free, right? Anybody who wanted the hundred days pictures could have them for free if they just sent me a note. And so, you know, I've been packaging them up just to shift to people. And to me, anyways, it's like I wouldn't know what to do with them otherwise. And if they will bring somebody else, you know, just a tiny bit of joy to be able to, you know, see something that speaks to them out of my work. Great. Great. You know, um, I think that's what that's what art is all about. So there you go. hundred days of teaching yourself something new. Um, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. And if you've been struggling through the funk or doldrum, um, I would say don't give up hope. You know, we never gave up hope and know that, you know, making changes, modifications, if you just keep trying, eventually you'll find something that will, um, spark for you that will just kind of shift. And it wasn't what any of us thought it would be, right? Like I wouldn't think me going out and pounding the pavement would make me feel better. Um, but it did, but it totally did. And it's been windy and it's been crappy out. I hate my hair blowing around more than anything. I can't stand it. Um, but I'm doing it right. So June is around the corner. Uh, June is my birthday month. And last year I ran my age over the month of my, of my birth. And so my super sweet older sister is going to run this year. Um, my age over June And then I'm going to run her age over her birth month as well. And so I think it's just kind of a good way to show like, A, solidarity. It's also good for motivation, right? (laughs) Um, Although I am a little bit sad that she's like a decade older than me because it it really means like, you know, 10 extra miles. (laughs) So um, if this is inspiring you to try something new, um, send me a note. Let me know. I would love to hear what you're trying. So I hope you are healthy and well, and that um, this just puts a little bit of a smile on your face. So we'll see you on the flip side.